Alright, we're back with another episode of Swag Tier. I'm Steven. And I'm Megan. And I just got back from a weekend in, I don't, would you call it Southern Virginia? I don't know why I'm asking you. Like, you know. I, I don't. <laughs> Virginia is just one blob of a state. I don't know where its capital is. You know, I don't know where anyone there lives. And honestly, I barely understand where it is on the U.S. map. That's kind of how I feel about it. Um, I mean, <laughs> you, both... you just hop in a car and then they say, oh, we're here in Southern Virginia. Pretty much. That's that's pretty much. <laughs> uh, I mean, like we drive into Northern Virginia since we're coming from Maryland, but then we proceed to drive to Southern Virginia. I don't know where it is. It's just we were in Fredericksburg. It's somewhere. It's a quiet area of Virginia. Are, are there any noisy areas? <laughs> Oh, I mean, <laughs> I guess that's a valid question. <laughs> Maybe like some of the areas that are closer to DC. Okay, okay, yeah. So, but you know, we went down uh to visit Caitlin's family. We went for Easter and we did, you know, typical Easter activities, uh like dyeing eggs and Easter dinner. So all stuff I did growing up too. So, would you say they they take it more seriously than your family did? Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, like, we always had fancy, like, brunch reservations, went to church and stuff, lol. Did you ever hide eggs? No. <laughs> we, we weren't really big on, uh, I, I guess on holiday traditions. Yeah, Catholic holidays um, or Yeah, whatever. yeah, e Easter was the time where occasionally we would get candy but really it was the day after easter that we would get the candy ah on sale <laughs> exactly on the clearance bins so um, speaking of that i was just on the phone with my mom yesterday and she said to me that uh she went to the store on sunday so on easter for um marshmallow bunnies i think she said and i was like you mean peeps and she was like <laughs> i had never heard of these before how do you what? know what they are? And I was like, have you been living under a rock? Wow. She doesn't know what peeps are. No, not until Sunday. And so then apparently she bought out CVS's stock of peeps <laughs> in my typical mom fashion. <laughs> because it, it was this, this wondrous yeah. invention she'd never seen before. Mm -hmm. And 140 calories for five, which is fantastic <laughs> for someone on a diet, I guess. And now she's obsessed oh. with Peeps. So while we were on the oh phone yesterday, she was shopping for Peeps on Amazon and Walmart and like telling me about all the different <laughs> flavors. And she's like, ooh, Walmart has sour watermelon Peeps. <laughs> Hashtag give us a sponsorship so we can give sour watermelon Peeps to our listeners and me oh, mostly. Yeah, yeah. The one thing we all agree that we like, even your mom agrees, Peeps. <laughs> do, wait, do you like Peeps? Yeah. Oh, my God. I used to love Peeps oh my as God. a kid. I freaking um, love Peeps. Caitlin hates them. Oh. Does she like marshmallow things? She loves marshmallows and s'mores and like wow, Rice Krispies. That. I know. I don't get it. And she likes cute things, so. Yeah. I mean, y you have your choice of either bunny form or chick form. So uh. you're going to like one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would prefer the bunny form. There's a little more surface area for sugar, sugar coating. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, uh, I just love bunnies. 
Yeah, well, that's true. You do love bunnies. The form that I prefer is a peeps pop. Whoa, wait, what's this? (laughs) It's literally (laughs) just like four different colored peeps on a stick. (laughs) (laughs) So if, if your mom wasn't the one getting you peeps, where did you get peeps as a kid? You know, I have absolutely no idea. I Maybe my dad just bought them for me? <laughs> I mean, I mostly buy my peeps now myself. Sure, sure. I mean, I didn't expect your dad to need to ship you peeps. No. I got some blueberry peep... Blueberry... Blueberry flavored peeps covered in decadent chocolate from Caitlin's mom for Easter. Okay, so... I mean, this is a... Re- a revelation for me as much as it was for for your mom i didn't know there were any flavored peeps at all oh there's all sorts of flavored peeps i i only knew of like regular sugar peeps and they can either be colored you know yellow pink or blue but it had no bearing on the flavor they're covered in chocolate too oh. uh-huh this is, these ones i haven't actually tried them yet but they look really good and i'm very excited to try them i got a bunch of different like foods for Easter, so I'm kind of working through them. My dad sent me an Easter basket of, like, chocolates and cookies, and then Caitlin's mom got me a bunch of Biscoff cookies, which I like, and then these <laughs> blueberry chocolate-covered peeps. So you're loaded up on candy right now. Oh, yeah, I'm loaded up on candy. <laughs> uh, I will tell you, though, that the one peep I did not like, and I bought these, I brought them home for Caitlin and I to try, which was probably a bad idea for someone who doesn't really like peeps to begin with, to give her some, like, weirdly flavored some peep. weird peep yeah yeah um so that <laughs> like, was dumb I know you don't like peeps but here's this here's this like bacon jerky peep maybe you'll <laughs> like that one god it was birthday cake flavored peep uh yeah. and it was more like crap flavored peep if you really ask me <laughs> <laughs> right okay crappy birthday cake yeah yeah <laughs> crappy birthday i still haven't played that game and i really want to <laughs> crappy birthday yeah we literally played it. Wait, what? We we played it at PAX with Mikey. When? Way, way back. <laughs> oh my god. Was I drunk? Like <laughs> I I highly doubt it. <laughs> yeah, I highly doubt it too. <laughs> How do I not remember this? I just know that I've always wanted to play and I can't remember anything about the game. They might have even North Star Games might have even brought it to PAX East. <laughs> Oh, my God. All right. I'll point it out if we see it at Prime. Okay. I'm going to have to look it up and, like, read the synopsis again. It's super simple. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, no no bacon jerky flavored peep. Yeah. No bacon jerky flavored peep. No birthday cake peep. We don't like that. I guess I'm <laughs> waiting for the sour watermelon review from my mom. I, I could see that working. It, it's like a like a marshmallow sour patch kid. Right. That sounds good to me. I would like a Coke-flavored peep. Oh, my God, yeah. Like those Cokes that, those gummy Cokes that Exactly, yeah, the Herbo Coke gummies. Yes, Mm -hmm. oh. That would be the ultimate peep in my mind. And somehow it's very easy for me to imagine Coke-flavored marshmallow. Yeah, because it's kind of like a root beer float. Yeah. Almost. I mean, like, I know that's root beer, not Coke, and ice cream, and not marshmallow, but, like, in that realm. <laughs> I know there's no comparison of these ingredients, but I guess ice cream is white. <laughs> and I guess root beer is a soda. <laughs> God. 
We'll have a new tag. Megan stretches. Yeah. <laughs> Makes in some exercise videos in there, too. Yep. <laughs> oh. So this is going to be a very poorly crafted segue that I'm coming up with on the spot. But speaking of exercise videos, you know what makes you have to exercise? Fast food. And I have a fast food story. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you guys. <laughs> 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 look at look at how I made that segue. So good. <laughs> so <laughs> while we were visiting Caitlin's family, we left her mom's house to go to her dad's house and we left and we were like, well, we're not hungry, so we're just not going to eat. But then like on the drive there, we were like, we're hungry. Let's eat. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, Naturally. Yeah. So we drove by um, Burger King and we were like, okay, let's let's go to Burger King. Um and actually, it's kind of an inside joke between us, Burger King, because when I was younger, I made up a song about Burger King, and this is not where I wanted to take this at all, but I sometimes sing that song to Caitlin. Yeah, and... I, can... <laughs> I, I mean, if Do you I... mention it, I, I think I... you need to sing it. You can't just... <laughs> oh, like, God. If, if I told you I made up a song about Bunny Peeps, you would 100% want me to sing that song. I would. I can't. I really didn't mean to do this to myself. Well, we're here. I'm turning red. It's done. Okay. Well, I guess you're right. I have I have nowhere to go but to sing this song. Just uh, deep breath. Okay. Sing from the diaphragm. I'm singing from the diaphragm. Think back to your My K-pop, K-pop lessons. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, God. Your K-pop teacher is listening right now. Seriously, I'm having heart palpitations. Okay. Oh, my God. All right. Ready? Uh, and a one. And a two. I can't. Okay. I'm going to do it. All right. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Oh, I went down south to Burger King and I'm tootin' 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 all day. Oh, my toots went south for Burger King and they're tootin' 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 all day. Got a toot. Got a toot. So stand out of my way. I went to Burger King last night, and I'm tootin' 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 all day. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! I never thought that would come out on the internet, and here it is. I, I had a faint hope that <laughs> this could lead to a Burger King sponsorship, some some Burger King YouTube videos where this goes viral. <laughs> Are those dreams crashed now? I mean, maybe it's going to go viral, but we're never getting that sponsorship. (laughs) Oh, God. So me and my friend, um, my best friend growing up, Caroline, we made up a bunch of songs and we recorded them onto one of those like two side cassette players. Yeah. And so I made up that song and she made up a song about boobs. And surprisingly, I turned out to be gay and she's straight. I don't know how that happened. (laughs) And... um, we did all these. We made up a bunch of different recordings. I don't remember the rest of them. I mean, I remember some of them, but I'm not going to tell you that because I don't want to sing them. And <laughs> <laughs> we'll then, save those for the Patreon. Yeah, we'll save those for the Patreon. You get Megan's unreleased EP. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> I'm crying a little bit. <laughs> um, we recorded them on this cassette player, and her mom found it, and she got so mad, and she destroyed the tape, and she like scolded us for talking about toots and boobs. <laughs> she destroyed the tape. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So there's no evidence of this anymore, unfortunately. I would love <laughs> to find that tape. 
Because we did a whole thing where we were pretending to uh, do a radio show, and then like the songs that we came up with were like the songs on the radio. Oh my god, <laughs> you were a baby podcaster. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Foreshadowing, folks. Yep. Oh, at its best. <laughs> your mom kept you from your true aspirations. <laughs> no, not my mom. Her mom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> But I can get into a lot of stories about things I got in trouble for with my mom as a kid, but we could save those for another time. Um, Perfect. <laughs> we can have a whole episode about it. <laughs> so, Well, uh, I, I think tootin' all day is the natural title for this episode. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> when Caitlin sees it, she's going to know exactly what happened on this episode. <laughs> Although I'm not sure I'm going to be able to not tell her. Like, I'm going to text her as soon as we're done. I'll be like, I accidentally sang the Burger King song on air. Yeah, I'm just saying, if you if you just donate a little money to us, we'll send you an MP3 of that song. So you can loop it, play it on the speaker, put it on a ringtone. <laughs> put it in your car you for your drive to work. It's great. Who doesn't want to listen to the Burger King song all day? I'll tell you who, Caitlin. <laughs> Megan's Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> I get in trouble when I sing it. She's Mostly because her eyes for the past four minutes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that and because now she's going to have it stuck in her head for the rest of the day and she knows it <laughs> you're welcome Kaylin yep and everybody else it's pretty catchy so <laughs> now back to why this story even came up in the first place right you're we, at Burger King we're at Burger King and we're in the drive through and we're talking to the speaker and they're relaying back to us um, I just kind of ruined the story a little bit. The person that we're talking to is relaying back to us uh, our order. And it's a girl and she's going, okay, so that will be one double burger. And then we hear this <laughs> sound. And then like <laughs> mid-sentence, we hear, and a large fries with that. And we were like, what the, f what the hell just happened? And both of us are like visibly like looking at each other like, what? And we were like, uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Can we also get, you know, I don't know, an order of chicken fries? And then we hear, a, okay, so that's one order of, oh, well, actually it was, okay, so that's one order of, and then we hear, what, chicken fries? And we were like, who is this Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde that we're talking to on the other side of the speaker? <laughs> I've never had somebody, I, I've never had someone transition from female to male Back to female in mid-order before. This is definitely like an episode of Punks, <laughs> where there are like three people switching out voices. Well, I I mean, I have, uh, my understanding of how these things work is, you know, the person that's taking the order has like a little headset, mm -hmm. and they talk like, you know, similar to the headset I'm using right now, where it's got, you know, earphones and then a, a microphone. And so you listen to the person taking the order and then you speak back to them through the microphone it's not like some communal audio device where multiple <laughs> people are hearing your order so i have no idea how more than one person could be responding <laughs> without missing a beat like mid-sentence to our order unless they had two pairs of headphones and they were just switching between people who were receiving the feed <laughs> but either way it was so weird and we were like what just happened who are we talking to? Who is this mystery half man, half woman? <laughs> and when you know, when we went to the window to get our 
to get our bags and pay. Like, we didn't see anybody other than one guy. I didn't. Maybe she did, but. Jeez. And it reminded me of McDonald's. drive throughs man. I know. All the weird stuff happens to us. Broken mirrors and 2 a.m. McDonald's runs. Oh, man, that was delicious. It was delicious. That $2 egg McMuffin. Best thing after MAGFest. So I've had a bit of an obsession lately. Not drive through related, not fast food related. You know, I, <laughs> I do eat a lot of takeout food. So I've started playing Zelda Breath of the Wild on the Nintendo Switch. And it's, oh my god, it's beautiful. Everyone's been saying it's great, and I 100% agree. It is super fun, super engrossing. You would go nuts over this, this game because there's so much to discover and collect. Okay, I was going to say, you're going to have to sell me on this because I've never been a Zelda fan. I tried playing oh. Ocarina of Time. I just couldn't do it. Um, I think I played oh, like I realize. 30 minutes of Majora's Mask. Also couldn't do it. Huh. I think I played one of the earlier Zeldas on Super Nintendo. Those were the... No, maybe it wasn't Super Nintendo. It must have been Game Boy. I remember, like, hitting the chickens until they got mad at me and attacked me. <laughs> that, that is a recurring theme in these games. <laughs> yeah. But I do remember it being in black and white, so it must have been, like, the first Game Boy. Mm -hmm. But other than that, like, I don't know. I just was never able to get into Zelda. Okay. So if you really didn't enjoy Ocarina of Time, then maybe you wouldn't enjoy this one. I would say it evokes some of the same feeling, but on a much broader scale. I mean, this Zelda is more of an open world game where the land is sprawling and there's a lot of things to see and do and discover around every corner. Mm -hmm. So you might find uh, like a, a tall hill in the middle of a plain and... If you head up to that hill, uh, you'll see three baskets beneath three apple trees. Two of the baskets already have apples in them. If you get it in your head to kind of complete the set and pluck off one of the apples and put it in, into the basket, you'd be rewarded with uh, a special collectible seed that you could use toward upgrading your inventory. And the world is full of these small discoveries that you don't need to succeed or you don't even need to find in order to complete the story, but gives you this constant sense of wonder as you're walking around the world, exploring interesting things or curious things and being rewarded for it. Well, that does sound good to me. I mean, I totally would have... I mean, my first thought was, let me put an apple in that third basket mm -hmm. when you were describing that. So maybe I would like that. There are hundreds and hundreds of these little moments um, just with the seeds themselves. Uh, and then you toss in um, uh, another hundred shrines, which are these puzzle rooms that first mm -hmm. you have to get to. You might see uh, the light of a shrine off in the distance. Uh, make a marker on your map, and then make your way there. And once you're in there, it's this self-contained puzzle 
a lot of them are, you know, kind of portal or quantum conundrum-like in that you have to think about how to manipulate the environment. And I know you like puzzling. Yep, I was going to say, this is sounding better and better and better. <laughs> so again, another hundred of these. And then as you complete them, you get uh, another type of in-game currency, spirit orbs, to either increase your max health or max stamina. Hmm. So, now, is there a yeah. lot of battling that you need to um, have increased health or stamina for? There, There is a lot of combat in the game. And combat is... I would say this combat system is a bit reminiscent of Ocarina of Time. I'm trying to mm. reference back to the, the ones you know. Um, a little less clunky. Um, but again, there's a collectible aspect here too, where there are hundreds of different weapons in the world. And they all have uh, different properties, different you know ranges, attacks, even though you're just mashing X. And they all do break at some point. So you're constantly kind of cycling weapons in and out of inventory and trying hmm. out new ones. Well, that sounds fun. It's pretty engrossing. I would say maybe like a dozen hours into the game, depending on how fast you push it, you'll get to another collectible level where it turns out you have a Pokedex, kind of. And by taking pictures, Pokemon Snap style, of either... Um, weapons or collectible items like herbs and, and mushrooms or enemies, you'll add them to your Pokedex. So you're encouraged to get as many as you can. Hmm. There's a number of vectors that weren't quite as prevalent in Ocarina that might hook you in here. Plus, everything is, is vibrant and beautiful and gorgeous in the colorful palette you'd enjoy. I do like the idea of these pictures, because I know that was something I enjoyed, obviously, in Pokemon Snap years and years ago, but also in Bioshock, because I know you were supposed to take pictures of the different splicers and Big Daddies mm -hmm. and stuff, mm -hmm. uh, but I always felt pressured when I was taking those pictures, because I was like, oh my god, like they're in the middle of attacking me, I need to like <laughs> whip out my camera and take a quick pic, yeah. uh, quick, take a quick selfie to filter this thing, and... Send it to all my Snapchat buddies. Um, <laughs> but I feel like in, in this scenario, there's probably less pressure, you know, because you're taking yes, pictures of weapons. There's a little more space. And, mm -hmm. yeah. um, it's, it's not... I mean, there, there's more distance. It, it, so there's, in fact, so much distance that a lot of this game can be played as a stealth game. Oh, where you approach an enemy camp, you see one of the lookouts, you kind of sneak up a bit, it's fairly generous stealth. Um, make sure he's not looking at you, and then shoot him with the bow in the head, and then sneak up on the rest of them and smack him in the back for hmm. extra damage. That, I think, would be fun for me. Yeah. You could yeah. even go at night when most of them are sleeping, or uh, you can go when it's raining because it's uh, your footsteps are muffled. Oh, interesting. Now, I, I do agree with you on the part about liking the colors. It is very vibrant. Uh, but I just, you know, I've seen lots of screenshots. I just can't get down with this art style. Oh, okay. Zelda's always kind of had, I feel like, a a unique art style. I mean, I remember mm -hmm. that first one. God, I can't remember the name of it right now. For Was it for GameCube? 
where it was very like CGI. It was kind of like a cartoony Link. Uh, sure. Are you talking about Wind Waker? Yes, I think so. Was that for GameCube or was that for? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was a kind of cell shaded almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And this one, I don't know. Like, I just look at the people and I just, I find them ugly. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think that's reasonable. But I do appreciate the colors and I do appreciate the aesthetic of the game in the sense of, you know, it, it does bring something new to the table and it does set itself apart from mm-hmm. both other Zelda games and, you know, other games in general. Yeah, I get that. So I don't know. I'd have to see if that's something that would be like a deal breaker. It sounds like it wouldn't be because it sounds like there's enough to collect and enough puzzles and enough like engaging gameplay mm-hmm. that I could probably look past it or grow to like it. One or the other. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely something you could kind of suss out by watching mm-hmm. a gameplay video. Um, no, but I, I, I think I'm glad that I brought a lot of these enjoyable systems to light for you. Yeah. Because this is something I honestly wasn't even considering. And I had pre-ordered a Switch, and then I canceled oh. my pre-order, and I was like, no thanks, I'll just wait till it goes down in price, because I was not really that excited about any of the release titles. Got I it. mean, I know I will want it eventually, because I want that Mario Odyssey game. Um, <laughs> I think once Mario Kart 8 goes down in price, I would probably like that, because I already have the Wii version. The Wii U version? I don't know which Wii, one it is. Yeah. Wii U. And... I think this is probably not terribly different from it. Uh, unlikely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know it's delu- like the deluxe edition and it's you know got some new content, but I think it's mostly the same. Uh, that's why I said I'd wait for it to go down in price. Um, mm-hmm. And then I know there's a lot of other games that I'm I'm interested in. Splatoon 2. Yeah, I've, I, I played some of that at PAX. And, you know, I, I haven't played Splatoon before, but it was pretty good. Yeah. It looked beautiful. Mm-hmm. Nintendo is really known for their, like, bright, vibrant games. Yeah, just a lot of polish on that one. Mm-hmm. Played really smooth. So, the Switch is something I would will be buying for sure eventually uh, as the, like, more well-known titles are released. Sure. Uh, but I think I will probably add Breath of the Wild to my list of considerations, which right. it had not been before. Well, I'll keep an eye out for uh, for any Switch deals. Yeah. Well, at this point, I mean, you have to keep an eye out for Switches, period. Right? <laughs> yeah. Aren't they still hard to come by? It's super hard to come by. Uh, they've essentially been perpetually sold out of online retailers. And the only reason I was able to get one was because I, you know, on my on my deal tracking websites, the mere availability of a switch is a deal in itself and gets <laughs> a lot of upvotes and, and visibility. So it was from Target and you okay. had to not only buy the $300 switch, but also an extra $200 worth of games and accessories in the Jeez. bundle. So it was a, it was a steep entry fee. Yeah. So what games did you get? Cause I'm sure you got more than one for $200. So it came with, Breath of the Wild and One Two Switch, which were both, I think, fifty dollar titles, mm-hmm. you know, full right. price and then titles. Other controllers, right? And then the Pro Controller, um, which basically feels like uh, what you would expect from an Xbox controller, mm-hmm. instead of being the two Joy Cons just connected with a piece of plastic. 
as well as a traveler case to so you can actually bring the switch around with you and that's that's the other point this would become your new bathroom best friend oh boy because you can just take it straight out from the dock connected to the tv and just bring it into the bathroom with you and there's no interruption of your gameplay oh that's kind of how it works with the the wii u at least Mm-hmm. so like i just swap my mario or my yoshi out to my gamepad and then just move on into the bathroom <laughs> uh, and they finally came with one of the new amiibos oh nice which one it's the link that's riding a horse hmm, so cute. breath of the wild edition right so it came with a lot uh, but this actually wasn't my purchase this is actually five hundred dollars that my brother spent and you're just reaping the benefits for now Oh, 100%. <laughs> so my brother's in Japan right now. And even though, I mean, you would expect the country in which the system was created would have no issues with availability. Apparently it's rare there as well. And there's a bit of a issue. So my brother's coming back to the United States in August. But if the Switch ever had any hardware issues that would be covered under a warranty, he would need to mail back the Switch to the country in which he purchased it in order for Nintendo to repair it for free. Which means that if there's any issues after August, he would need to mail it from the United States back to Japan. Ugh. Which is ridiculous, yeah. No bueno. <laughs> so, uh, I was keeping an eye on the Switch because... I knew my brother was coming at the end of the month, which meant that I could order from Target, have it arrive here, and give it to him when he stops by. And in the meantime... Yeah, make use of it in the meantime. Uh, I would be able to thoroughly test the Switch for any defects. Ah. <laughs> Sly Solutions Incorporated. Yeah, that's that's Hard a Sly Solution right there. Yeah. The QA service. I'm super thankful that uh, he's willing to go in on the Switch, that I, all these circumstances aligned, uh, because I'm loving this game. Super good. I'm trying to beat it in, in the next week. <laughs> yeah, before he gets home? <laughs> yeah. So speaking of that, I'm going to wrap up this episode to go play Breath of the Wild. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to wrap up this episode to take my Wii U into the bathroom. <laughs> yo, yo. Yo, yo. Oh, God. Can you hear the beagle upstairs? It's barking. Ugh. Shut up. No! <laughs> God damn it, Frisbee. <laughs>